This Coffee Notes podcast episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. Listening to discretion is advised. Please check the notes for detailed description of the content as we do discuss traumatic events. Please take care of yourself. You're listening to Coffee Notes Podcast with Dr. Jill and Emily P. Hey, Jill. Hello, hello. How you doing? Good. It's, um, it's just us today, which is lovely. And we're talking about something a little bit more on the serious side today. Yeah. Which is probably why I haven't really talked about the weather even though it's pouring with rain, which goes with the mood. Mm. What are we talking today about? So something that we may not actually think affects us uh, personally in Australia so much, but in solidarity with women and women's rights, we are talking about the overturning of Roe versus Wade in the US. Now, if uh, I've just got the a little bit of info on what Roe versus Wade is, just for those listening at home. Uh, so Roe versus Wade was a legal case in which the US Supreme Court on January 22nd, 1973, ruled seven to two that unduly restrictive state regulation of abortion is unconstitutional. Now, in a majority opinion written by Justice Harry A. Blackman, the court held that a set of Texas statutes criminalizing abortion in most instances violated a woman's constitutional right of privacy, which it found to be implicit in the liberty guarantee of the due process clause of the 14th Amendment, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty or property without due process of law. Now, if you are basically in the world at the moment and not living under a rock, you'll know that this was actually overturned by the Supreme Court. And basically what that means is that they have made it so that each state can determine whether abortion is criminalised or not. And back to what you were saying, this is in America and we are in Australia. However, it is something affecting uh, our fellow humankind, particularly women and Em and I, we both have American friends who uh, live in Australia. I've got family in America. So it does affect many people, not just those in the, in the directly, obviously, in the United States, but it's got that ripple effect and we are feeling it. Mm. And also when you think about how, you know, when we're talking about which a country which is supposed to be 
one of the most powerful in the world creating a law like this or, or you know overturning a law like this and, and as you say the ripple effect so other countries like Australia if the right government and if the right um, rules were put in place these sorts of laws could be introduced here um, and in fact were at one point um, abortion has been criminalized and I, I'm not sure exactly when it was decriminalized in Queensland but I know for a fact that um, say for example in New Zealand uh, in the 60s it was deemed criminal and I actually have um, uh, someone who is very close and personal to me and I'll keep their um, keep them anonymous just for their own privacy but where at the age of uh, 19 uh, she fell pregnant out of wedlock which was hugely frowned upon came from a very very conservative family and a safe legal abortion was not available to her so she took it upon herself to find someone to perform this procedure and it did not go well she ended up in hospital and as a result because it was a criminal activity actually wound up in court, Supreme Court, photo in the paper, all of, you know, her private information broadcast for the nation to see and actually broke up um, her relationship with her then partner who she was very much in love with. She was then told um, she would no longer be able to have children because of the severity of her uh, injuries from the unsafe abortion. Um, they, they were actually wrong about that and uh, about a year or so later she actually fell pregnant again and didn't realize until she was six months along that she was actually carrying a child which she then went on to have so the implications for women in this sort of instance are huge women become desperate and potentially seek out unsafe means to end a pregnancy because I mean we're both mums Jilly we know how much having a child turns your life on its head. I mean, for us, it was wonderful. We, you know, chose to be in those positions. But when you're a woman um, and you, and, and that's the thing, the onus is on women, unfortunately. We can, we're the ones that actually have to go through all of this. And it becomes so... I guess disheartening and soul destroying when your rights in this instance are taken away and especially when we're living in a patriarchal society and it's men who are deciding what happens to our bodies. Absolutely it's uh so many things that you've brought into um, the conversation right there, even with sharing that heartbreaking story. And I do see that this will cause greater deaths amongst women, mm. either from not being able to have that medical intervention to save their life because it's illegal. Yeah. 
um, and that's mental and physical health I'm talking about here. It's not just the physical, it's the toll on the woman's mental health as well. Uh, but it's also the unsafe abortions mm. that will occur out of being desperate and having no other safe options to take. Mm. And this is what we're going to see more and more. And yes, okay, we do have our views. And you said it so beautifully earlier before we started recording M about, okay, well, we actually put a shout out for or call out for people's opinions on the overturning of the, the Roe versus Wade case. And we didn't have anybody being anti-abortion. We had very strong opinions about the overturning of the Roe versus Wade in America. Uh, Did you have some there that you had to share, Em? I've got a couple here. Yeah, I do. So I actually had uh, one of my male followers Um, he commented um, with regards to um, if we're what basically what's uh, what was interesting was he sort of talked more about uh, just bringing them up here so he said just checking are vasectomies part of the consideration so if we're so concerned about policing women's bodies we're so concerned about taking away a woman's right to choose whether or not she wants to and it's not about whether you want to become a parent I just want I just want to make that clear because people talk about oh but you know there's adoption or there's all these other things well adoption's a whole other issue as well that's not straightforward absolutely so it's not about that it's about whether you actually want to go to head with a pregnancy, which takes a huge toll on your body. It's, it's crazy. And the, the different levels of uh, risk you put your body in when you go through with a pregnancy are, are just incredible. Um, so another person has said, it's a travesty. It terrifies me that a country that is supposed to be one of the most advanced in this world truly believes that women don't have the right to make choices about their own bodies. Oh, yeah, we have gone back. We have certainly regressed. We've taken so many steps back that it is mind-blowing. And I think I'm still in a state of shock with what has actually occurred. Uh, I have been watching intensely uh, over social media for a compelling story or a compelling argument that this was the right thing to do. And Mm. as of yet, I have not come across one. And I have read and viewed a lot over the past seven days. Mm. And the only one that didn't even come close, but I actually watched till the end of their argument, they circled right back around to the point where it it just wasn't logical what they were saying 
was actually didn't didn't go the way they wanted to Mm. it didn't make sense and it was actually supporting that you know it shouldn't have been overturned that's how illogical their, their argument was and to echo the sharing of thoughts that you've just um spoken about I had uh, a male friend who shared his thoughts and he said it's terrible what it would do or will do to the vulnerable people as there is a massive flow-on effect for everyone which is exactly what we're talking about yes we're in Australia but it's it's that ripple effect and it makes you you think you know for one minute you say fine I for one didn't think it would be overturned no I was in that little bit of a you know comfort cocoon of going it'll be fine Mm. and it wasn't uh one person put it beautifully um it's bullshit (laughs) um a single word yeah sums it up and you know, just have to look over any social media platform to see the devastating effects that it uh, has had and is going to have and is now, that it's now occurring. The fallout from it, the consequences of this has already started to appear. And that's the thing, um, you know, I mean, there, there's one clause that a lot of the states have um, placed in there, and that is if the life of a woman is jeopardised. That's the only time abortion can be performed legally. And I guess I question how is that deemed? Like, <laughs> how, far, how far can that go um, when you're considering, is that the life of the woman because of, you know, her medically um because if that's the case yeah there's so many instances where pregnancy is life-threatening however I was just reading today the art an article of a 10 year old girl who was raped and she's six weeks pregnant in Ohio and Ohio it's illegal She's having to travel to Indiana, which is one of the last remaining, which is one of the remaining states where they're soon to put put these laws in as well as it's um, predicted. So she's having to travel to go through to terminate this pregnancy. And basically the governor of Ohio is just saying, oh, well, you know, everybody has a right to life. And it's just a six-week-old cluster of cells, it, like scientifically, they're not a baby. <laughs> it's, it, it's so, so incredibly heart-wrenching to think that a, a 10-year-old girl, I don't even know if she's physiologically, yeah, sure, she's obviously able to have a period, but how is she going to go giving birth? How is she going to cope with, all of that, her body's not even properly formed yet. She's not fully growing. Exactly. And with that clause in, in it about, you know, if the mother's life is at um, risk of death, it's not even harm, 
I have seen a lot of medical practitioners come on. Well, exactly what you're saying. What, what does that mean? What does that look like in practice? And if the medical practitioner on their experience expertise deems it necessary, but a judge doesn't, who doesn't have the medical um, experience, then it is the medical practitioner's responsibility. They're the ones that are going to be charged for they face up to 15 years yeah. in prison. So there's these medical practitioners are now going to be, you know, erring on the side of caution. It's like they're, they're, they're stuck. And this is the, the conversation that they're having as well about, well, what does it mean? What does it look like? What does it mean for them as practitioners as well? about what medical intervention is considered acceptable. Yeah, that's it. And this is not a nice position for women or their, their practitioners who want to give them the best care. Mm. And then I start to also think about what happens at the other end of this when you've got women who are not wanting to go through with a pregnancy who are then ending up with a child as the result. What happens to that child at the end of this? Who takes responsibility for the welfare of this child born into a space where they're not wanted what where does that I mean okay yeah sure there's adoption but or the mother does want them but doesn't have the means exactly so she's then forced into a position oh it just it, the, it's mind-boggling to think that the people who have decided to overturn this have not thought beyond, well, everybody has a right to life. I, I just don't understand how this can be taken away. And I'll admit, uh, I like TikTok and I may or may not have a TikTok account. Besides the point, there are so many wonderful analogies on there about what's happened and it's mind-blowing that they the supreme court who overturned this can't see what it seems to be everybody else is seeing the but yeah if you go on tiktok there are some a lot not some fantastic um analogies about this to explain why it's so important that women still have a choice. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And there are some already some heart-wrenching stories coming out. And I think that it's important that we keep sharing the stories and hopefully change will happen soon before there's too many deaths of uh, women. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's not even 
deaths necessary from necessarily from illegal abortion. We're talking women committing suicide because they Absolutely. don't. Absolutely. We're talking incidences of domestic violence where just the, you know, where women are blamed for falling pregnant because, of course, you know, we're the ones that have to hold responsibility if men were uh, had to help he be held to account we'd already have a male contraceptive pill which we don't women do that so it's yeah there's so many instances in which this is such a life risky decision so when we're talking about having a right to life, what about the life of the women? We're not just a uterus. And this is the thing. It is already being seen as a weapon in DV cases where it's using the pregnancy as a form of control mm. because they, you know, once they fall pregnant and get them pregnant on purpose so that they're unable to have that choice. It's like, well, you can't, you're pregnant with my child now. So it's got all these other, if you want to call them, you know, tentacles sticking all over it. Mm. It's not straightforward. And I mean, it feels like it just wasn't really, (laughs) just wasn't really thought through. It wasn't discussed. It. I felt like it was just, you just smacked us in the face mm. when it was overturned. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? It was, yeah, it. it Too many people watching Handmaid's Tale, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it feels like we have just gone back in time. And I, it's a scary place to be. Uh, world especially in America to be living in right now there is just so much that's happened in a short space of time Mm. and I guess it just shows though how how you know delicate it is that we walk that these rights that we take for granted every day so easily just be taken away from us so quickly oh so quickly and you know already though I mean I guess in a way I as, as, as surprising as that overturning was women are, are constantly fighting for our rights to choose what happens to our bodies for example women who want to have their uh, tubes tight so that they can not have to fall pregnant um, will quite often need their husband's permission Yes, and there's lots of stories coming out now about this and I just shake my head. It's in disbelief. I know it's happening, but just men don't need that wife's permission or the partner's permission, yet it's so much more difficult for women to get anything done about their body but they they have lots of methods of contraception as well it it goes back to what you're saying it feels like it falls on our shoulders absolutely and all I know the time the idea of you know why is it that 
uh, this is something that has been discussed and actually, um, you know, I guess that's what my male friend was talking about. And I've also heard this from another male as well, the idea that all men be given a vasectomy because vasectomies are reversible. And then it becomes a discussion when you go to have that vasectomy reversed between yourself and your partner as to whether she's willing to then have a baby with you. Because men can procreate with as many women as possible and up until, you know, ripe old ages, you know, you hear of 90-year-old men fathering children, their sperm's still viable. Women, not so much. Yeah, We're on a clock. Yeah. We, that biological <laughs> clock is real and it ticks. So it's, you know, it's so interesting that we're controlling women, but we've got a smaller window, much smaller window. How are we the problem? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we've got even on the news today, I was reading, and okay, it's been on the news all week, but I was reading it today about the, the period tracking apps and, mm. you know, the advice to women is remove them wow. don't use them is it you know stop tracking and this is you know when where does it doesn't feel like we're living our lives freely no at all it's a myth that we're free that we have the freedoms as i say you know we think we have so many rights that we just take for granted every day but they can easily just with the flick of a pen be taken away we just need somebody with some strong opinions and in this case unfortunately fueled by religious belief that's and that that's what happens with women and i am so pleased that so many men are supporting yes our rights it is wonderful to read see hear and you, you you know they are seeing don't think that we are not seeing you we are definitely seeing you and my heart goes out to the women in america who have been affected by this and who no doubt in the future will be. And I know that, you know, they're talking about the, the rights of their daughters for the future as well. And that is it. We're, we're not just talking about now. We're talking about, well, what does this mean for our future? Yeah. And I, I guess, you know, exactly. Well, how far can this go? And how, how much can we be controlled? And what next? Exactly. What else? Exactly. This is huge. And I didn't, you know, naive me, I guess. I didn't think it would happen. Mm. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that has that view that oh, it'll be fine you know exactly what you're saying em there are rights we have that we take for granted but how quickly they can be taken away mm. yeah and i i don't i don't understand uh, i mean i would love to have an understanding of how this can actually be reversed 
and what would it take like for it to be reversed because I, I get the feeling that it it may not happen in our generation and we may this may be what the US has now brought upon themselves for years to come absolutely do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share before I, we if, I just really if you're listening to this and you're finding it uh, triggering uh, or anything's come up for you um, then I really hope that you seek some help with that um, because you know I mean I think I feel like the overturning of of the whole Roe versus Wade is triggering enough as a woman. Um, oh, absolutely. Very triggering. And if this has caused any, brought up any issues for yourself um, and triggered anything, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to someone in your inner circle or your counsellor or a GP for further support. Mm. We will um, put some phone numbers in our Instagram post that you may like to contact if it has brought up anything for you. And also if you do have an argument that is for this overturn, just because obviously we do like having a balanced view on everything, although it is very, very difficult when we are so passionate about a topic like this, especially when it pertains to women's rights and women's mental health, I would love to hear it because, yeah, as Jillie said, all I hear is people going around in circles and not really giving us anything that. No compelling no, argument has I have come across. No, that makes me go, oh, yeah, okay, I get that. I, I understand. I, I sort of see where that could. No, not seen that. And if you've got a story to share, speak up, speak out. Uh, I think sharing of our stories and how it impacts people is so important for understanding mm. and even <laughs> empathy correct yeah I guess if there's to be one positive um if there was to be a positive that could come out of this it's that hopefully we're removing the cloak of shame and um, allowing conversation around abortion and a woman's right to autonomy over her own body, over our own bodies. Uh, because I feel like up until this moment, it was, it was still a little stigmatised and now women, are, we're angry, so we're starting to speak out and the stories are starting to come out more and more um as we try and stand in solidarity with one another so hopefully this can unify us to bring about change again exactly um i've just come across a quote just to end it beautifully i guess well i think so um it says it's by tupac shakur you never know but a woman brought you into this world so you have no right to disrespect one love that but thank you for joining us on a more serious topic 
Uh, we appreciate you listening and we hope that you have a wonderful week. Keep sharing and we see you. You're listening to Coffee Notes Podcast with Dr. Jill and Emily P.